The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. Because of the coronavirus epidemic and to respect social distancing guidelines, this episode of Civil Politics was recorded remotely over Zoom. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow, and I'm hosting tonight along with uh, John Roberts and Sue Timberlake. Hello. Hey there. And we're going to talk about uh, the uh, arguments in the House of representatives about who should be on what committees and exactly who should be uh, in charge of things there. And uh, maybe we'll move on to uh, talking about uh, the impeachment trial that's coming up and fighting in the Senate and uh, COVID relief bills and all kinds of other good stuff. Uh, And maybe we'll even have time to argue about whether or not we should be vaccinating prisoners uh, in our prisons and jails. But before we get to that, We do love to hear from our listeners, and you can get in touch with us in a few different ways. First way is to send us an email to civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org. You can tweet at us at civilpoliticsfm. You can find us on facebook.com slash civilpoliticsradio for our community there. And we do have our own website, which is quite simply civilpoliticsradio.com. Uh, And if you are listening to us on the podcast format, our initial broadcast airing is 7 p.m. on Fridays on uh, Valley Free Radio. If you go to valleyfreeradio.org, you can stream us live as we're broadcasting for the first time, and you can catch our repeat broadcast on Mondays at 4 p.m. as well. So just it occurred to me, some people must listen to us as a podcast. So (laughs) if you want to catch the drama of the live show, that's that's how you do it. So live on tape, right? Isn't that how they say it? Live on tape. Well, we're doing it live on tape for the moment because you know pandemic. But yeah, uh, I, we have I to Stephen tape Col- something. Col- yes, Stephen Colbert says that the you know late show I only live have, on tape. I only have documents. It's very funny. <laughs> what you I mean, remember when you're not recording this on a big spool of reel-to-reel celluloid <laughs> and splicing it together with special uh, adhesives? Of course not. I'm using eight oh. track. You, oh, you guys that's way better. Probably, you probably won't remember this, but there was a short period when there were um, they were tapes, but they were DAPs, digital audio tapes. It was like a very brief, just it was yeah. a really strange conglomeration I of do remember of, um, that technologies. They were like, they, they were like, you know, digital quality, but still a cassette. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, they, they used that uh, for a while, actually, like up until yeah. like, through the 90s. And anyway, um, what are <laughs> oh, we going to talk 90s. about, Sue? What's going on? What's, uh, what's up first? I don't know. I think you guys probably want to talk about um, my party's, um, I don't know if she's a. How much do you love Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia, Sue? On a scale yeah, of one to ten, it. how proud Iconic. does she make you of your party? Oh my God! And she only—I um, think it was eleven votes. Eleven that, votes. And the, 
yeah, Republican votes that went along with Democrats that said there's something wrong here. Uh, that's one more than than they had for uh, for impeachment. Impeach. Did, did yeah. any Democrats <laughs> vote to keep her on her no. committee assignments? Yeah, I didn't think so. Not at all. No. I haven't seen anything, but I I don't know. Sometimes they don't idiots. always report those. Well, oh, did you see when they? Uh, this is the Senate, but um, Rand Paul wasn't wearing a mask again. Did they charge they him? Called him uh, they called him right out on it. I, I don't know what happened with it, but it's just, it's like, who who is this guy? He's a, he's a friggin' doctor. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, he's a, well, you know, a, he's an eye doctor. <laughs> and if you remember... You oh, know, he's an optometrist? Yeah, he's an I eye doctor. He was a dentist. No, no he's nope. an ophthalmologist. Yeah. Ophthalmologist. And, and, yeah, and, the MD whatever, version of an eye doctor. He's a bad doctor that's that's uh well if you if you if you'll remember the the fluids inside your eyeball are called like the aqueous humor and the vitreous humor and you know like anytime you're dealing with the you know balancing the humors in someone's body you're right back into 16th century medicine or (laughs) at best so i mean you know it's probably probably still historical reference was but you know I, I'm just saying, like you know, he might recommend a, a good uh, leeching or uh, you know some cupping and bleeding just to, yep, to, to fix whatever ails you. Yeah, you know, yeah. It'll, it'll only fix for you hemochromatosis. Right that's the only one that that actually takes helps you with. Yeah. Well, apparently, actually, uh, uh, a little bit of bloodletting can bring someone's fever down uh, pretty rapidly. So it. I don't think it's 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 a recommended practice, but it is a thing that could work a little bit. I mean, obviously there are problems to letting blood out of somebody, but you know. Yeah, but if you have a iron storage disease problem, it's it actually oh oh yeah save absolutely. your life absolutely absolutely especially for men. No, I found that out like back in the '90s when I was uh, I, I I was taking vitamins, and they're like, you need to stop taking this multivitamin with iron. That's for women. I was like, why? It's like, because you don't, you know, bleed every month. I'm like, oh. You can't get rid of it. Yeah, you get too much. You're going to get gout if you keep this up. So like, okay. (laughs) Oh, my God. Gout is uric acid. (laughs) Oh, I thought. Your doctor must have been a little little off. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe he was, maybe, maybe I'd done my work. You just meant the pain, the joint pain from uh, too much iron. Anyway. Uh, um, Well, we we digressed. We 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 did. So sorry about that, folks. So uh so Sue, uh you agree that Marjorie Taylor Greene should have been uh removed from her positions on any committees in the House of Representatives? See, I think that is such a, such a low bar. I think she should have been removed from Congress. Threatening threatening other members. Yeah, I, I, I think I, she should I agree. Be. Yeah. I agree. But I it takes that's... a two thirds vote of the House in order to get her out. Yeah, well, never, that was a, never going to happen. Just arrest her. I just arrest her. I don't know. I'm kind of hoping Biden uses the um, the um, what is it? Any enemy combatant rule? Yeah, <laughs> Which oh, Trump never, never did. Either. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I know. I'm not sure about that. But yeah, also, you need you need uh, 290 votes to get her out, as I recall. So uh, yeah, yeah, and if they arrested her, then she would still be a congresswoman. Well, and you know they were they were saying that um, that in fact that this has enhanced her reputation. Oh yeah, among uh, the um, folks that they oh, yeah. voted for. Amongst, there's, yeah, there's exactly. no reason Amongst, to think that anything other like she was she was fundraising off it. She's a martyr yeah. for the faith. Mm. 
Yeah. yeah, just the same way Joe Wilson was fundraising off calling Obama a liar during the State of the Union, mm-hmm. as we talked about last week. And mm. uh, the and what was I going to say? Yeah, she's making money off of it. Um, she's going to just you. She's just going to play this into the ground. But at least yeah. she isn't making any. She was on. They put her on the Education, education and Labor Committee. Yeah. And the budget committee. Why? Why? Why would you do that? There. Why? Jesus. And well, also, not, the, ways, not um, ways and means. So, ugh, but yeah. yeah. But still, like maybe the, those um, are... during the debate, uh, that I think it was, uh, Durbin. Uh, Dick Durbin. He, yeah, he was like, you guys kicked uh steve king off for saying less stupid things you guys because they yep. did they removed him and they and they they were they uh, he said did a some pretty stupid and racist things yeah so. but what's wrong did? with white nationalism i think is what he said or white supremacy what's wrong with that yeah Something but he like didn't that. say <laughs> that the like the jewish people had a space laser that started fires California. Yeah, he's probably wishing he had. He might have, he might have done better in his primary. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand what how if, anybody can defend this woman. Like, and she didn't even apologize I, when she was on the floor. She didn't. Nope, she was no. like, no, I don't believe these things. And of course, there's school shootings. And by the way, she said, of course, there are school shootings. She did not say that, of course, Parkland wasn't a Black Flag event. Or black flag operation. False flag. False yeah. flag. That she was saying that Sandy Hook wasn't a false flag. Yeah. yeah. Well, part like Parkland. She was like it's more recent. Yeah. 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 But I mean, but she, she said that about that, Sandy Hook too. I think so. She was saying that there are that of course there are school shootings. That well, she did apologize. The they said today, sort of in private, they were saying as as they got close to stripper of her committee, you know, sort of in private sort of at the oh, 11th hour to to her colleagues but Honest, yeah. honestly i am so sick of people saying uh oh this person says like i know senators that say this or uh behind closed doors mitch mcconnell is saying this i don't care you're a public yep. figure you need to say this Stay out in public loud, or else i it doesn't count if she's like oh i'm sorry to her colleagues behind closed doors that means nothing to me absolutely yeah. nothing yeah and uh i understand some republicans are are sort of calling for a a tit for tat uh uh measure to expel uh ilan yeah. omar from her committee positions yep. uh, you know yep. I, I, that's I just, very consistent with my feminist uh, beliefs so uh, the women. That that she should be expelled? That doesn't <laughs> no, track no, to me. No, no, that the tribes go after the women of the other tribe. That's what we do in America. So we go oh. after the uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. Anyway, use another quick, word than tribe. Yeah, Is that I'm cool? not. Yeah. Well, no, that's a faction. That's, that's yeah. no. It's a. It, it is a. It's a term of art. I use it having learned it in graduate school. It's, it's like the tribe of plumbers. It's a. It, it's a socialism it's one, those, it's one of those things that's that isn't racist but it sounds like it only to uneducated ears excuse right. me 
Just kidding. <laughs> Pardon just me. Kidding. If, <laughs> if, if, you want me to mute you right now? <laughs> hey, if, if if John was going to threaten to mute somebody, Sue, it better be me. Okay, stay in your lane. But, yeah. Pardon me, madam. <laughs> Um, well, I, I had to fight with a doctor once because he was telling me, he was telling me all about how they were pronouncing the word shepherdize wrong. It should be shepherding. And I said, yes, shepherding is the thing with the lambs. In law, shepherdizing is following the case history of where the law came from. And oh, yeah? he said, no, it's not. And I said, yes, it is. It's named after a guy named Shepherd. So I understand that, you know, people no. yeah. Okay. Yeah. use different no. words. I'm, I'm you know, they do that on wrong. purpose. I'm not saying no, you're no, wrong. I'm, it's kind of like, it's like, it's but like, people, um, say, I was, <laughs> I was modeling for you because what people do in all sorts of professions is they take a word and they make it changed so that only, you know, what it really means. And people outside the profession oh. are like ignorant it's a it's, it's a it's a put down. It's, so it's, I apologize. It's modeling the behavior. It's jargon. Well, it's and, yep, and, and it's why abbreviations and professions well, do it to, well, to yeah, claim yeah, yeah. Guys, yeah, I think we're going way off track right here. We um, we, we, we are. We uh, got we got distracted, I, and um, that is partially my fault. But I think we can all agree that Marjorie Taylor Greene would be best served outside of Congress. Uh, possibly with fines. I don't know. What about, well, what do you guys think? I think we'd I think definitely be better served by having her out, but yeah. I think threatening people with guns and things, I think, you know, I think, I, well, we don't have a domestic terrorism law, so there's nothing they can do, right? That's the problem with the FBI and that they, that they're struggling because they can't, they can't see that you have a load of guns and it looks like you're going to do something if you're domestic instead of a foreign because there's a hole in the law. We never passed all the laws around white supremacy and all that. Well, so they're see, actually FBI's a little constricted on what they can do. I I, I think that I think it's less a question of well, there's no crime, there's no crime involved. It's like you know, threatening people, threatening violence against political leaders, is already a crime. You know, uh, uh, conspiring to you know some act of violence or property damage. You know, overthrow the government. Those are crimes already. We don't need yeah, but, to call them. We don't need to call them terrorism. Hang on, yeah. let me finish. You don't. Sorry. We don't need. To, well, no, just we don't need to call them terrorism in order to suddenly mean that the FBI can do things. Like the FBI can already do things. But uh, from what I understand, the point of saying it's terrorism means that uh, there are uh, resources and. Uh, uh, legal protocols and so forth that become accessible. There, there are there mm. are things they 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 can do administratively behind the scenes to coordinate and and prioritize yeah and prioritize resources uh, that they can't that that aren't really feasible when they don't identify that we have a problem and this is what it is. You know, I mean, in the mm. same way that uh, you know, there's an organized crime task force. You know. I mean, the mafia isn't like, you know, the burning front burner priority issue here in the United States that it might have been, you know, decades ago. And that's OK. But it's still 
you know, there is still an organized crime task force at the FBI. You know, they are still interested in catching, you know, uh, you know, crime families and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know. So do you think they should use RICO against the um, white supremacists? Uh, maybe. They, yeah, maybe. You know, or, this, or, or the insurrection, right? Because it's, it's basically, you know, being in cahoots. Yeah, I, mean, that's I, whole... I think it's the same kind of idea, and I think I think the the point of the RICO statutes is it it allows them to legally connect a whole bunch of activities, some of which are perfectly legitimate, but because they're in service of a broader criminal aim, it's like, you know, sure, it's fine for you to own a restaurant and take cash payments, but because you're doing this, and the whole thing is actually part of a an ongoing process of you know, secretly funding your expeditions down to Mexico to buy cocaine or whatever, like that's the problem, you know, it's like, okay, sure. I yeah. get that. And then you start to get into the whole forfeiture thing, which we've debated before. But and, that's, forfeiture. Forfeiture. and that's one of yeah. the reasons why, you know, lefties like me are not completely in love with Joe Biden because civil asset forfeiture is something he pushed upon this country. I mean, he was one I was of the, just about yeah. To say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. So, you know, um, and it, and it's like, and part of the problem, the hell of it is, it's like, like the whole idea of civil asset forfeiture isn't inherently terrible. You know, the idea that like, well, you know, I, uh, I kill people for money and then I put the, you know, I got the cash and then I invested it. And now I'm rich. It's like, well, now that we've caught you for all those murders you did, we're also seizing the money you made from it. Like we get that, but <clears throat> it's sort of the police it, department, though. That's a problem. Well, it, the, the problem the problem is like in going to the police department and in making it so that the police can levy, you know, court proceedings against the object or asset seized without invoking your constitutional rights as the possessor. That's the problem, you know, and it gives them mm. a huge incentive to run off with your money. So beyond the uh, issues of Marjorie Taylor Greene in endorsing a threat upon the life of Nancy Pelosi, clearly has gone beyond the beyond the bounds. That that <clears throat> I, we should be able to all agree is beyond the pale. Like if someone, if if a member of Congress, you know, if AOC was like, "Yeah, man, I wish someone would shoot Ted Cruz in the head." That would be that would be wrong. That would be bad. That would be AOC. What are you doing? But even if she was at a party and she's going, I just can't stand that guy. I really think somebody should shoot him. Is that? I mean, the, how do I you? I mean, Congress. The thing is, like, okay, whatever. It, it, you know, like, there's a certain amount of what people say behind closed doors. People people will say things that they might not seriously mean, you know, might get a laugh or whatever. But the point is, when someone posts on Facebook, God, I wish someone would shoot Nancy Pelosi in the head. And you go, I agree. Thumbs up. You know, that's, you know, even even if you did well, that while you were drunk one night at a party, you go back and delete <laughs> that the next day. Hey, hey, yeah, but hey, look look at what I just said. When I just said that about, you know, I wish Biden would use the... Uh, enemy combatant law. Uh, I mean, that's pretty aggressive. Yeah, but you're a media personality. You're not an elected member of, of, of Congress. That's yeah. true. You know, and you're not you, referring if, to a fellow member of Congress. Yeah, if you were if you were uh, <laughs> Congress, if you were a representative 
uh, Timberlake, right? And then you and I was representative. Senator, oh, Senator Timberlake. <laughs> excuse, pardon me. Fine, <laughs> Senator <laughs> Timberlake. It, like if you were Senator Timberlake and you said, oh, "I wish um, someone would sh- shoot." Ted Cruz in the head Ted or something. Cruz. Yeah. And you know, we're all thinking it. But it's if you if you say that even in like jest or something, then someone's gonna use that against you. And you should expect that. Like that's yep. clearly it that's what's be gonna out happen. Immediately and it yeah. would be all over the press. And yeah, you don't well, do probably that. Probably not if it was me, but you know, if it was somebody important. You, well, yes. You're a senator. You're one of a hundred people that have like a lot of control in the country. You should be under scrutiny all the time. You have the power to change everyone's life. So if you if you accept this job, just like we as people that are producing a radio program, we have accepted the responsibility of conveying information correctly and not swearing up a storm when we're on the air. And I would do that. I would, I would see, I keep catching myself. I would hella do that, but (laughs) I don't because I should be under scrutiny. Like that is, this is part of what I have signed up for. And the, the, you know, the uh, programming committee would definitely take issue if I were to start advocating violence against dj fife the host of drum and bass on saturday nights you know well i mean which is which is be a terrible thing to do because it's a great show i love it yeah i mean well, fife, the, can, the he, whole he, station would turn against you but. Can, you know see he could get laid low a little bit you know it's fife you know <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's not like that guy who hosts warm heart of africa stefan what's his name he's the uh, one. Oh, oh yeah Jesus, that guy. And that other show he's on, that's even ter- even worse. Anyway, um, <laughs> we miss you, Stefan. Please come back. <laughs> yeah, our executive producer. <laughs> ex- anyway, ex- ex- um, uh, I just want to say again that Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, rep- I'm sorry, excuse me, and I tried to do this, honestly, Representative uh, Taylor Greene um, is a whack job, and uh, she... Uh, should be kicked out of congress just there you go that's 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 my view on it can i give you a republican argument oh please. god please why, why not we? i heard this i heard this the other day i thought oh that's an interesting argument they said you know anybody that says that there's space lasers that started the forest fires and they're owned by i forget the jewish media the Rothschilds. They said they are not a serious person and they are a distraction. We have so much work to do. Just forget about it. I thought that's an interesting argument. You can forget about it if you kick her out of Congress and then she goes off on her way. Right. But yeah. she is she is an actual vote. She is a vote that you would have to try to woo at some point, maybe. She is mm-hmm. she has control and she almost was on like fairly important committees yeah. you know like yeah. she's she's a member of an of an august body and she uh and the people like she is a she is has powers that most people don't so just ignoring her and letting her just be in congress that shouldn't like we shouldn't stand for that like I agree. anybody anybody i if, agree yeah 
And, well, and and we have mentioned on the show, you know, our disdain for people like Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley and others, people who what? have Crazy. people who have made it clear that they are not that upset about the attempted coup on January sixth. Uh, and maybe even some sympathy for it. Uh, maybe they even think it's think it was an entirely appropriate thing to do, and suggest we suggested that you know maybe the the House and the Senate should seek to expel those members who are, uh, you know, willing to be uh, soft on treason, and <laughs> and I think that's totally appropriate. And I would also I would point out that. If the you know the other ninety nine people in the Senate got together and sixty six of them voted to push Ted Cruz out of office, Texas would hold an election and elect somebody else to fill his seat. It's an excellent chance it would wind up being a Republican. So you know it's it's not like it's not like oh no you know we're we're definitely going to lose power. It's like you know get rid of people who are not loyal to the country, people who are. Uh, you know, uh, you know, unconcerned about the safety of their fellow legislators, and unconcerned about you know, uh, Capitol police officers who risk their lives and some of them get killed. You know, and I, I mean, you know, Fox and the Republican Party are not Fox News and the Republican Party are not exactly the same thing, but they are very closely aligned. And uh, I think it was this afternoon I was watching. Uh, uh, the funeral cortege take uh, uh, Officer Brian Sicknick's body from where he'd been lying oh, in state at the he rotunda. Was, yeah, he was cremated, right? But like, like he was, he, he was, he, you know, there was a, a ceremony at the Capitol, and in. they were <clears throat> right, and the coffin yeah. was then taken through the streets of D.C. to Arlington National Cemetery. And I actually paused in my channel flipping and watched that for about five minutes because I was I was moved. And I later yes. noticed that Fox Watching News late last night. did not cover that. Question. Really, not at all. Apparently not. Huh. Certainly not live. Question here. Yeah. I and and I I, I I am generally curious about this. Are Capitol Police usually buried in Arlington Cemetery, or is this special? He was him? a veteran. This is he was a veteran. Okay. I was just yeah. I was like, why well, is he? You know, and and by no means are all veterans buried in Arlington National Cemetery. But uh, I didn't know he was a veteran. But certainly, this was a special honor. Uh, yeah, he, and I forget he he had like some some um, medals and yeah, he was he was in this okay. Arlington Cemetery because oh, of that, not because he, of his body. You know, people's remains aren't policism. <laughs> they they don't lie in state in the Capitol. Yeah, you know. For just anybody, usually yeah. it's like a former president fifth. or Isn't he the fifth civilian. I think. Uh, I, I, I think there's. I think there's been any number of civilians, no. but I mean you Rosa know, Parks, right? But it has to be. Yeah, it's I someone like Rosa Parks or the... a former president, or you know, say like you know Thurgood Marshall, someone like that. Um, so you know, Officer Sicknick, uh, you know, is it, 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 that's a. That was absolutely something that was done because of his heroism, and I don't know. Uh, I, I, I assume think his, Biden I, orchestrated it, presumably, and I think his heroism also played a role in why he was uh, interned in Nash, Arlington National. You know, because yeah. not everybody yeah. is. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I was just confused, um, yeah. but that that all yeah. that all makes sense. Yeah. And um, I thought the same thing you did, John, or when I first saw it. I'm like, why is he being buried in Arlington? 
because that's really, you know, what do you call it? Reserved for. Yeah. It's like, the, I know he's the, a cop, but he died yeah. for his country. Yeah. But it was his, his other service that entitled him to it. Yeah. I, there's, I mean, well, maybe, I mean, maybe so, like but you, I think like the argument done, could be made. Like, even if he hadn't been a veteran. Uh, I think it's hard. I think it's, um, I think it's a military cemetery. Oh, it is. I, I think there's, yeah, I think there's some, I I think it would be very hard for someone who wasn't to be buried there. Uh, why sure. don't we anyway. take a break um, and, and think yeah. about this and come back after? Yeah, well, I, I kind of feel we've, uh, we've we've played this out. So maybe we'll talk about uh, whether or not we should be vaccinating prisoners when we get back. But we'll we'll figure it out. We'll play some PSAs, promos, and station IDs here on civil, poli- uh, val- civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. And then we'll be right back. Table of Contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres, and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in a CD or tape player. Each week presenting shows which can at times be organized orderly and at other times perhaps be not as much so, yet never dull. Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. Your voice, your vote. In our democracy, they matter and make our community and our country stronger. So make yours count. Get registered. Learn the issues. Know the candidates. And vote by or on November 3rd. Visit vote411.org for registration and election information. This message is furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Mom, how about this game? What's it rated? Uh, huh. let's see. T for teen with violence and suggestive themes? Uh, no. Video games are fun, but not all games are right for all players. Look for the rating symbol and content descriptors and read the rating summaries that tell you what's actually in the game. <sighs> this one better? Oh, much. For more information about ratings and rating summaries, visit ESRB.org. Sundays at 10 a.m., WXOJ's radio show, Occupy the Airwaves, has the latest news from the occupation movement, locally, regionally, nationally, and around the planet. Tune in at 103.3 FM or webcasting at www.valleyfreeradio.org. Blogging at occupytheairwaves.wordpress.com. Listeners can call into the show at 413-585-1033. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, this is Wendy, host of Valley Free Radio's subculture music program, featuring new wave, post-punk, indie, and electronic music from the 70s to today. Join me every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ, or stream it live from your favorite listening device at valleyfreeradio.org. The Forbes Library staff would like to remind you of the incredible resource that you have in your local public library. 
We have tens of thousands of books for you to check out, music CDs, movies, newspapers from around the region, the state, and the country. We have a wide variety of magazines and free computer and internet access every day. We also have our incredible reference services there to help you answer particularly vexing problems. All of this is free, locally available at 20 West Street in Northampton. So come by and check us out in person or at www.forbeslibrary.org or call 587-1011 for more information. You have the right to know. The right to know about culture. The right to know about the economy. The right to know about technology and to know about sports. You have the right to know about education and politics and the weather. You have the right to know what's happening abroad and in your backyard. But above all else, you have the right to know that this right is under attack and we must work to protect it. Because in order to be free, we must be informed. Understand the threats. ProtectPressFreedom.org Science is real From the Big Bang to DNA Join me for Evidence-Based Radio Friday nights from 6 to 7 p.m. to learn more about science and skepticism. You can email questions or topic requests to evidencebasedradio at gmail.com That's Friday nights from 6 to 7 on Valley Free Radio. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow. I'm still hosting with Sue Timberlake and John Roberts. Spruink. Spruink. And uh, Sue, you actually had a point you wanted to make about uh, you were you were talking about Senator Rand Paul during the break. Uh, so you yeah. connecting it to the early discussions about uh, censuring Marjorie Taylor Greene and other members of Congress, and should we do that? And so, go ahead, please. Well, you know, we were talking about um, tribalism. No offense, I don't mean any offense by it, but how you know a group will target the women of the other side, like they targeted. Green, you know, whether correct or not, or they targeted Liz Cheney or Nancy Pelosi or um, I'm drawing a blank on her name. Yeah, and sort of that, you know, that that we can we can um, we're allowed to sort of supervise the dress and behavior of women. Um, but not of men. And so, you know, my feminism comes out when I see that all these people that are being sort of attacked for good or for bad are female. And then Rand Paul doesn't wear a mask in the um, in the uh, Senate and they targeted him today. They made a big deal out of it. I think he still didn't put one on. But, you know, the argument is that they can't they can't supervise wearing of a mask. And yet very recently, I think it was recently, you know, some of the Congress, like there's a, one of the state um, legislative branches controlled whether you could wear jeans or not. And they, they enforced it. You couldn't wear jeans. And I think what one of the house of the Senate, women couldn't have bare arms in their attire when they were in the, in the chambers. And I think it only got overturned in like within the last two or three years. So they can regulate the dress of women, but they can't force Rand Paul to wear a mask. I don't, I don't get it. I really don't get it. Well, and didn't the so. Senate uh, uh, have to 
uh, wasn't there a, a foo-for-a in the Senate before they changed the rules to allow uh, Senator Tammy Duckworth to actually nurse her newborn yep. child, you know, while she yeah. was working as a senator? And it's like, why shouldn't she be able to do that? And I recognize well, you know, it hadn't really ever come up before, but that, you know, it should have been like, oh, yeah, of course you can do that. You know, it just shouldn't well, have been Jane, a question. Jane Swift, our brief female governor here in Massachusetts, I mean, they they went right after her for um, I think she had created a um, room where you could nurse in the state house. you know, in the in yeah, the, the, that makes sense. Know, the 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 misogynist males, you know, were all up in arms and I think they lost a bathroom or something and they were just it was, you know, it's endless. I mean, the misogyny is endless. By the From way, the, um, the the case you were referring to with the genes um, yep. was Iowa's uh, the Iowa, Iowa House. Uh, yeah, yeah. He uh, he can the House Speaker enforced a ban a ban on genes a ban on Jans, uh, <laughs> but um, but he said he can't force lawmakers to wear masks. So it's complete horse pucky, as yeah. uh, as Mike so eloquently said. Yeah. yeah. Well, and of course, <laughs> also uh, the uh, House of Representatives has uh, uh, enacted a uh, they they voted to enact a rule requiring uh, members to pass through metal detector before they went onto the floor, and there's a ten thousand dollar fine if they uh, try to uh, avoid it. And uh, yeah, you know, like apparently a number of Republicans are upset about uh, having to pass through a metal detector. Uh, you know, shortly after, you know, like less than a month after this violence attack where armed people broke into the house and were calling for the execution of the Speaker of the House. So, you know. yeah, good times. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Do, do you think there's any chance that they're actually afraid for their life and want to pack just to just so they have because they didn't have any weapons with them on the 6th of January? I don't think so. No, I, t I highly for, doubt it. For one thing, uh, the I believe the rules of uh, the House and the Senate uh, explicitly allow members to have weapons in their offices. So, you know, if I was in Congress and I was like, oh, I'm worried somebody, aren't, you know, is going to attack, you know, and I, I'm like, OK, well, I'll run back to my office where I've got, you know, a shotgun or something, you know, and then I one can barricade oneself in there and you know, clutch one's gun and uh, be glad one has it because this is one of those rare moments where it's like, oh yes, no, we're actually in danger, uh, and this is this is when a gun is actually useful. But um, hmm. I mean, I, I got to say, if I was a, a member of Congress, I probably would not be uh, able to do that because I don't just don't think I'd have a gun with me because, you know, as, as soon as it gets to the point where we're actually resorting to violence, then we're failing as legislators. So. Yeah. Well, I just, you know, I, I just had to point out the hypocrisy of the whole adventure and how they, it's always the women that get picked off. I mean, look at Liz Cheney with her credentials. Let's, and she was well, voting and, her conscious. And, and well, and her Liz Cheney impeached Trump. And Liz Cheney was being uh, uh, attacked by other Republicans. They were there was a, a move to actually remove her from the the leadership structure of the Republican caucus in the House by other Republicans. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just want to point that out. That they initiated, but not Green. 
yeah <laughs> i do want to there's it's this reminds me of something that i keep seeing that um like especially we were talking about uh representative green and uh representative omar that they were trying that the republicans were saying well you should take omar off of the uh representative omar off the uh um off the committees because whatever's like and a lot of people were talking about horseshoe theory about how um the extreme left quote unquote and the extreme right uh they they're close they're close which just it's really just a false equivalency that that really bothers me because on the one hand you have Marjorie Taylor Green um with uh the, the like false flags and stop the steal and everything like that and, and you have Jewish space lasers yeah, and park in, and uh, parkland was a was a was a fake was yeah, a fake and, a school and, shooting and and then you have um rep Omar Omar who what who criticized APAC yeah it's well, like she it, also said that um some people did 911 they were, they, she was insen- very insensitive to how the country feels about what happened on September 11th. She said some people, you know, there were that some was, people who did a thing instead was, of acknowledging. That was insensitive. That yep. wasn't insane. You know, like, oh, they, they, it's, it's <laughs> like we like there are representatives that are jerks. Let's not like on both, like no matter who it is, like. And I've always said that in any group, in any in any movement, group, gathering, whatever, there's always going to be a, like a a percentage that are jerks, and that it's not different in Congress. Like Congress people say dumb things and insensitive things, like, but that it doesn't reach to a level where you're outright lying. And in lying in such a dangerous way, like you have the extreme, like you have extreme people on the right and they're all like white supremacists and Nazis. And they and they think that they like QAnon, you know, and you have then you have the far left and they're all, you know, socialists, like hardcore socialists. And they want everybody to be paid, you know, like it's. Well, there are <laughs> loonies uh, on the left, as, oh, as you're totally. saying, but they're not. We 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 lefties haven't put them in office. You yeah. know, a- AOC and and uh, Ayanna Presley, they yeah, they they want Medicare for all. They want a Green New Deal. They want a higher minimum wage. Uh, they want. Uh, uh, to dismantle racism and abolish ICE and, you know, defund police departments and and put the resources into better community health care and so forth. Uh, you know, that's totally different from someone should shoot Nancy Pelosi and uh, Donald Trump is the real president of the United States. Yeah. And, and, and so, yeah, it is an apples and oranges comparison uh, yeah. in that respect. Like people say, AOC is 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 a is a whack job or something. Except she's a serious legislator. She might she might say stuff off the cuff on Twitter or something. And I think that sometimes she goes a little, little, little hard. You know, like I'm like, oh God, why did she why did she say that? You know, like, but it's not it's not it doesn't rise to the level of uh of 
of green or of king. Because those green and king are examples of extreme right people that were elected into office. And uh, I don't know what legislation Steve King introduced. I haven't looked it up. Um, but, you know, they, they actually censured him. They didn't censure him. They, they took him off committees. They, uh, like with Omar... He lost his next election after that, too. Yeah, thank God. But Omar, like Representative Omar, she was basically they subtweeted her in Congress and said, like, because well, people subtweeted? are um, what she say? What is subtweeting? Subtweeting. Sorry. Subtweeting is when you're it's when you tweet something like uh, like if you had like if me if Mike, if I had a fight with you over. Um, I don't know, like over which Star Trek show was the best one. Yeah, exactly, and and clearly you were wrong, but like in whatever you say, but the, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like we had a fight over it, and it was a big blowout. We got got really really mad at each other, so and then I could take to Twitter and say, um, anybody that thinks Voyager is the best Star Trek is wrong, and they're dumb. I'm not tagging you i'm not referencing you specifically but i'm i'm just saying in general like you know but i'm clearly referring to you that this is especially if we had that fight on the radio and thousands of people were listening yeah Yeah. they'll go oh i know what that's sort of exactly undermining yeah okay yeah so sort of a sort of a um what do you call it a a sniper Exactly, like a snide comment, you know, like, but the, but the thing is that Congress did that by, because they had a resolution that, that said we don't accept Islamophobia or, um, anti-Semitism. And it's because the, the, the Republicans in Congress got all pissed off about what she said about APAC. And, uh, so that, that, like, she got, like, reprimanded. Basically, not officially, but it, it's clear. Not that, her particular. Yeah, but her ideas were exactly uh, were, they were um, rejected. Exactly. So when when we're talking about Representative Omar or like uh, uh, Talib or or um, Ocasio Cortez, you know, like on the left or presently on the left, like they they do get reprimanded. They they like what they've said has cost them politically. Like you can see, like they don't like they're getting committee appointments, but they but it, sometimes they've been shut out of different conversations and different legislation um, debates and things like that. So things happen like when when people say dumb things like there are consequences, but when it reaches the level of just crazy that green or um like QAnon people have then you need to get rid of them and the and they are not similar like whatsoever but i also agree is dumb basically that's my whole point horseshoe theory is dumb yeah well i also agree that yes ryan paul exactly I, I think the idea, the, the the germ of truth in it is like, as soon as you get to the point where you're willing to, uh, you know, uh, use violence and commit atrocities to win the political fight, 
you know, the boat, you know, whichever uh, or, you know, philosophy you start from, you wind up basically being the same as the other guy. I mean, you know, how is Stalin that different from Hitler, really? You know, one's a fascist, the other's a communist. Both were, you know, horrible, genocidal maniacs, <laughs> you know. Fascism, <laughs> communism aren't are hugely different things. They're, the one is one is a like they're they're modeling their their political structures that that describe different areas like economic versus versus how things are. But, things I, are right. but I I just want to make fascism sure fascism is is right wing totalitarianism. Uh, you know, communism is definitely a left wing philosophy, and it is a you know especially yeah. as Marx is putting it forward a political philosophy as well as an economic one. Right. And, you know, but re regardless, you know the 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 label kind of is like all right, well Hitler was fascist and Stalin was communist, but they were both horrible dictators who had a lot of people killed. <laughs> right. <laughs> and 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 started wars and didn't give a crap about human life. And I just you know it, uh so like yeah. I I'm just saying like at some point it's like is there really that much of a difference between them they're both just evil evil men. You know. Can yeah, I point we, out a difference we don't have between like tankies in the in Congress, you know. Right. <laughs> we don't have tankies well, in Congress. So that's the if we had a tanky in Congress then yeah, we just kick him out. A tanky's a, a, a someone who's a, such a hardcore communist that they're like Stalin was great. A tanky is is oh. basically a communist that thinks that the communist the communist power structure or the economic model should be enforced by a by a vanguard it's basically a totality they're they're stalinists right okay That's, yeah they're they're and stalin stalin was a totalitarian uh dictator who yep. used communism as as a cover for it was his window you know, dressing. Yeah, I think yeah. that's fair to say. So anyway, fascism sorry, and con communism aren't really on the same wavelength. I just really want to put no, that I, out there. I, I agree, but I'm just saying, yeah. like, like, like it, you, you know, the idea behind horseshoe theory, like, hey, look, they both wind up being totally horrible in very similar ways, despite in theory coming from very different places. Anyway, Sue, you were going to say so. Yeah, so um, you were talking about sort of how um, Omar got reprimanded if not directly certainly her ideas were pushed back and i just want to point out a difference between the republicans and the democrats and i'm going to stereotype for a second but so bill clinton was very smart because he had his sister soldier moment i don't know if you guys remember that where he sister he, soldier. he basically soldier yeah he was he was basically pushing back against and really it was a straw man but um, pushing back against sort of the left wing of his party, you know, just putting himself in the middle. And that's sort of a democratic move, you know, that you, you basically co-opted a little bit and, and uh, use somebody as an example and, and, you know, sort of t take care of it politically. And the Republicans basically deny there's any problem. And it's a very different approach to how you address things. And, you know, one sort of a little more wiggly, you know, did, did Clinton really mean to do that? Well, he did it for political reasons, but, you know, you don't think he really rejected, you know, her philosophy so much. And, you know, whereas my Republican party, you know, they'll, they'll go down holding on to the very last remnant of whatever it is and not, not ever admit defeat a little bit like Trump, you know, sort of not, if you just don't acknowledge it, it doesn't exist. And it's, 
it's I'm it is a stereotype, but I sort of I, I sort of heard it in the context of the horseshoe theory that you know they're both they're they're both a means of retaining power that that's really the goal of both behaviors and it's to you know keep keep enough of the party together so that you have enough votes to to go forward so i just thought i'd mention that cuz it is interesting how differently they handle our you know our different parties handle um controversy although uh Mitch McConnell did come out and say that you know green didn't belong in the party I thought that was pretty no, good. No, he didn't. Which is very unusual. He didn't say that. It, what he said uh, that her ideas were he said a cancer he, in the party, right? He said that and anybody that says these things are cancerous to the party. He did not reference her specifically. Yeah, because he's like a coward. What, that's what he the Democratic Party her. did. He with subtweeted Omar. her. Exactly. He subtweeted her. Yes. Yeah. Which is a, <laughs> more of a democratic tactic. Rather than just saying there's no problem here, you know, we don't, we we won't even if we don't say the words, then it doesn't exist. Yeah, but I and, mean, and I don't know exception. about like sister soldier or something. That's something that we can talk about next time. But Another like the, the yeah, that's anyway. Um, but the the fact that the uh, Republicans, the Republican leadership, the Republican Party. Again, whenever I say that, I'm, I don't mean the rank and file people that are registered Republican. I'm talking about the power structure, the people that are in power in charge of the Republican Party. They don't give any ground. And the, and the thing that ever. really – Ever. Yep. And the thing is that if they gave a little ground and said, yeah, this is, this is crazy. Why are we letting this happen? And they reprimanded her uh, like officially and outwardly. And not even kick her out of Congress, but like maybe have a censure, like get get the Senate involved or something like that. They would get a lot of respect from across the country. Yep. Like yep. if they actually started to like people think that Republicans are all racist and and miserly and whatever. If they actually said, no, this is dumb. What the hell? You know, like this is no, we're not going to stand for this. We're not going to do this. We're better than this. And they they started kicking people like her and and Steve King out of the party. They started uh, stopped wooing the like the Proud Boys or whatever. Like they like if they actually were stand up people but had conservative views, then more people would probably like they would get more respect. I know I would respect them more. Sure. You know, it's like it's it's really, really you remember, frustrating. Did, did when you, you notice, yeah. by the way, that uh, Canada declared the Proud Boys a terrorist group? Oh, thank yes, God. I saw that. I saw that. Well, and they have domestic terrorism laws that are better than ours. I think didn't Biden just do some sort of a commission to to evaluate what we needed to do? Yeah. Clean up our laws a little bit Got so that so. they can sur- survey some of these, mili- you know, militias. Yeah. Um, anyway <gasps> we didn't talk about vaccines <laughs> <laughs> next time they're good the get way, vaccined get vaccinated j and j johnson and johnson just applied for emergency use authorization today oh good late more today. vaccine is Very always late. good yeah yeah we need today. these vaccines well sue and i can air our difference of opinions about uh 
uh, how urgent it is to vaccinate prisoners in our in our jails and prisons. Uh, perhaps on next week's show. They anyway. shouldn't be first. They should not be first. Oh my God, we're gonna do it next week. <laughs> stop trying to get the last the first word in on this. Stop, stop I'm trying to prime the pump, Sue. <laughs> That's that's horribly evil of you, Sue, and you should be sure. Anyway, <laughs> on that cheery note. <laughs> yeah, well, if we if, if all the things don't come up, maybe we'll be able to talk about this next week. But anyway, for now, that's going to be here on Valley Free Radio. Coming up, we've got Subculture, followed by Table of Contents at 10 o'clock and then OK Asia at midnight. Uh, we will have a podcast of this show uploaded to the various streaming services, hopefully over the weekend. And uh, yeah, we've got that repeat at 4 p.m. on Mondays that I mentioned at the top of the show. So uh, check us out all those places and times. Just get all the civil politics you can because, uh, well, uh, make me happy. Anyway, um, <laughs> that'll do for now. Thanks for listening to Civil Politics. Good night. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.